about anything but in everything but prayer and petition with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 thanks for joining us today this is the hour of intercession I'm Pastor Joseph Parker we invite you to look with us in the word of God to begin with in the book of Revelation Revelation chapter 1 beginning at verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants, things which must shortly take place, and he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John, who bore witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ, to all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits who are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and has made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Behold, he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, both your brother and companion in the tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, and what you see right in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamos, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band, his head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun, shining in its strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Write the things which you have seen, and the things which are, and the things which will take place after this. The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand, and the seven golden lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands which you saw are the seven churches. 
verses 1 through 20, Revelation chapter 1. Father, we thank you for the power, the grace, the wisdom, the strength, the insight, the revelation that's found throughout this wonderful and powerful book that we recall the book of Revelation. Thank you, Father, for the many blessings that are ours as we take time to read and meditate on it and listen to your words of wisdom, guidance, counsel, and insight and understanding. Father, more and more empower us to be believers who are on fire with your Holy Spirit, committed to carrying out the great work of the Great Commission, knowing that the time is short, that you're coming back soon. Help us, Lord, to live in such a way that more and more you can reach through us and help help us to be vessels through which you can help us to take as many people with us to heaven with us as we possibly can in line with your perfect will. Thank you for the chance to be vessels to accomplish your will in the world. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We do appreciate you being a part of our listening family. Our producer is Isaac Jackson, and we want to invite and encourage you to pray much for the ministry of the American Family Association. We very much desire and need your prayers, and your daily prayers mean a lot. So hope that you will take the time to do that. On an ongoing basis, we're encouraging you to email us. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We're encouraging you to make it your goal to email us to get some of the uh, resource items that we share. Often we share articles that deal with different Christian education and discipleship topics. So if you'd like to get copies of one or more of those that we share, please email us and just ask for the title and we're glad to share those with you. Today we want to share to begin by sharing with you an article entitled Conversations with God. Again, the topic and the title of the article, Conversations with God. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, "Come now and let us reason together," says the Lord. "Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool, Isaiah 1, 18. Then Psalm 19, verses 7 and 8. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. Again, Psalm 19, verses 7 to 8. Does God talk to people? Does he actually interact with people on a daily basis? If God talks to people, to whom does he speak? And how? Through thunder and lightning? Through other people? How do we actually hear from God? One of the main ways God talks to all of us is through the Bible, the written word of God. Scripture is a microphone through which the Lord talks to us. It's God's cell phone. It's his quote-unquote, extended and lengthy text message from heaven. God wrote a long love letter, and we call it the Bible. When we read the Bible, we're hearing from God. We're interacting with God, communing with our Heavenly Father. We're spending time in His presence. When you read the Word of God, you're having a conversation with God, our Heavenly Father. He's sharing His wisdom, insight, encouragement, and strength with, with us. He's pouring Himself into you as you listen to him speak through his powerful word. We're very wise to spend much time listening to God as we read his word on a daily basis. As we read, he's molding and shaping us. 
He's touching you in your life in many ways as you simply read and meditate on His precious and powerful Word. Reading the Word of God is a form of prayer. Be mindful that prayer is both talking and listening to God. When you're reading God's Word, you're praying and simply leaning heavily on the listening side of prayer. God will talk to you as much as you'll listen. If you want to talk to God a lot and spend a lot of time hearing and receiving His wisdom, He's ready. If you choose to spend an hour or two reading His Word, God will spend every minute of that time with you. Now, one may ask, how can God spend one or two hours with me when I read the Bible? He's got a universe to take care of. How can He afford to take time with me like that? Well, if you ask that question, you're probably getting you and God mixed up. Remember, He is God, and He is the ultimate, He's the ultimate multitasker. He can do a billion things at once with a much greater degree of skill and ability than you or I can do any one single thing. God is able to give more time and attention to a million people at once than you or I can give to one single person. Remember, God is God and we are not. So do you want to hear from God today? Do you desire a word from the Lord? Do you want to have a conversation with him? Well, simply open the word of God and read. God will talk to you as much as you will listen. Again, the title of that article is Conversations with God. And then a second article we want to share with you today is entitled The Arsenal of the Word of God. Again, the title, The Arsenal of the Word of God. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Again, 2 Corinthians 10, 4. And then Ephesians six seventeen, And take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Again, Ephesians 6, 17. Then Ephesians 6, 14 to 20. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Again, Ephesians 6 verses 14 to 20. What? is an arsenal? And how could the written Word of God contain one? Interesting questions. Definitions of the word arsenal include the following. A collection of weapons and military equipment stored by a country, person, or group. Or a place where weapons and military equipment are stored or made. In considering the reality that life in this world is full of spiritual warfare, Believers would be wise to do the following. Learn and comprehend what the spiritual weapons are that are available to us and faithfully use them as a lifestyle in order to walk in victory. In other words, followers of Christ need to know what is in our spiritual arsenal and where to put those weapons to work in our lives on a daily basis. We're to diligently start using them on the battlefields of life. 
Some people may think, I don't like the idea of having to deal with spiritual warfare. Well, like it or not, we face it every day of our lives. Whether we like it or not, war has come to us every day. What are some of those spiritual weapons, and what are some of the ways we're to put those weapons to work? The Word of God is the sword of the Spirit, according to Ephesians 6.17. Some of the ways to utilize the sword of the Spirit include, number one, reading the Word daily, Psalm 1, verses 1 to 6. Number two, hearing the Word daily, Matthew chapter 11, verse 15. Number three, believing the Word daily, Romans 1.16. Number four, speaking the Word of God daily. Matthew 4, 1 to 11. Number five, praying the word daily. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. Number six, obeying the word of God daily. James chapter 1, verse 22. And number seven, meditating on the word of God daily. Psalm 1, verse 2. Praise and thanksgiving are spiritual weapons as well. See 2 Chronicles 20, 22. Joy is a powerful spiritual weapon. See Nehemiah 8, 10. Faith is a spiritual weapon. See 1 John 5, 4. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 13. Walking in love is a spiritual weapon. Obviously, the spiritual weapons pointed out here are only a few. There are many more referred to in God's Word. A very important truth to know and understand is that when we put to use these spiritual weapons, we're building up the kingdom of God. Also, as we use these weapons, we're doing battle against the kingdom of darkness. So this is one of the many reasons that every disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ needs to be a diligent student of the Word of God. We would be wise to continually learn more about the spiritual weapons found in the Word of God, and we must continually learn more about how to do battle with every spiritual weapon we have because spiritual conflict is is not something we deal with only from time to time. It's to be a lifestyle. Again, the title of the article... The Arsenal of the Word of God. If you'd like copies of this one in the first article, Conversation with God, simply email us at joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to get them again, joseph at afr.net. We'll be right back. Bread of life sent down the But you are the living word there now. Come on. Come on, Houston, you can say it one time with us. Many things. Come on, somebody say it.
The music of Fred Hammond with You Are the Living Word. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, excuse me, Joshua chapter 21, beginning at verse 1. Then the heads of the fathers' houses of the Levites came near to Eleazar, the priest, to Joshua, the son of Nun, and to the heads of the fathers' houses of the tribes of the children of Israel. And they spoke to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan, saying, The Lord commanded through Moses to give us cities to dwell in with their common lands for our livestock. So the children of Israel gave to the Levites from their inheritance at the commandment of the Lord these cities and their common lands. Now the lot came out for the families of the Kohathites and the children of Aaron, the priest, who were of the Levites, had 13 cities by lot from the tribe of Judah, from, from the tribe of Simeon, and from the tribe of Benjamin. From the rest of the children of Kohath, excuse me, the rest of the children of Kohath had 10 cities by lot from the families of the tribe of Ephraim, from the tribe of Dan, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh. And the children of Gershom had thirteen cities by lot, from the families of the tribe of Issachar, from the tribe of Asher, from the tribe of Naphtali, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh in Bashan. The children of Merari, according to their families, had twelve cities from the tribe of Reuben, from the tribe of Gad, and from the tribe of Zebulun. And the children of Israel gave these cities with their common lands by lot to the Levites, as the Lord had commanded by the hand of Moses. So they gave from the tribe of the children of Judah and from the tribe of the children of Simeon these cities which are, de- which are designated by name, which were for the children of Aaron, one of the families of the Kohathites, who were of the children of Levi, for the lot was theirs first. And they gave them Kerjath Arba. Arba was the father of Anak, which is Hebron, in the mountains of Judah, with the common land surrounding it. But the fields of the city and its villages they gave to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as his possession. Thus the children of Aaron, the priest, they gave Hebron with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayer, Libna with its common land, Jatir with its common land, Eshtemoah with its common land, Holon with its common land, Deber with its common land, Ain with its common land, Judah with its common land, and Beth Shemesh with its common land, nine cities from those two tribes. And from the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with its common land, Geba with its with its common land, Anathoth with its common land, and Almon with its common land, four cities. All the cities of the children of Aaron The priests were thirteen cities with their common lands, and the families of the children of Kohath, the Levites, 
the rest of the children of Kohath, even they had the cities of their lot from the tribe of Ephraim. For they gave them Shechem with its common land in the mountains of Ephraim, a city of refuge for the slayer. Gezer with its common land, Kibzaim with its common land, and Beth Horon with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Dan, El Teke with its common land, Gibbethon with its common land, Ijalon with its common land, and Gath Remen with its common land, four cities. And from the half-tribe of Manasseh, Tanakh with its common land, Gath Remen with its common land, two cities. All the ten cities with their common lands were for the rest of the families of the children of Kohath, also to the children of Gershon of the families of the Levites, from the other half-tribe of Manasseh. They gave Golan in Bashan, with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayer, and Bay Eshterah with its common land, two cities. And from the tribe of Issachar, Kishion with its common land, Deborah with its common land, Jarmuth with its common land, and in Ganim with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Asher, Mishal with its common land, Abdon with its common land, Helkath with its common land, and Rahab with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Naphtali, Kadesh in Galilee, with its common land, a city of refuge for the slayer, Hamath, Dor with its common land, and Kartan with its common land, three cities. All the cities of the Gershonites, according to their families, were thirteen cities with their common lands. And to the families of the children of Merari, the rest of the Levites from the tribe of Zebulun, Kokniam with its common land, Karta with its common land. Dimnah with its common land, and Nahalal with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Reuben, Bezer with its common land, Jahaz with its common land, Kedemoth with its common land, and Mephaoth with its common land, four cities. And from the tribe of Gad, Ramoth in Gilead with its common land, a city, a city of refuge for the slayer, Mahanaim with its common land, Heshbon with its common land, and Jazer with its common land, four cities in all. So all the cities of the children of Merari, according to their families, the rest of the families of the Levites, were by their lot twelve cities. All the cities of the Levites, within the possession of the children of Israel, were 48 cities with their common lands. Every one of these cities had its common land surrounding it. Thus were all these cities. 
So the Lord gave to Israel all the land of which he had sworn to give to their fathers, and they took possession of it and dwelt in it. The Lord gave them rest all around, according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And not a man of all their enemies stood against them. The Lord delivered all their enemies into their hand. Not a word failed of any good thing which the Lord had spoken to the house of Israel. All came to pass. Joshua chapter 22. Then Joshua called the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, You have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I commanded you. You have not left your brethren these many days up to this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest to all your brethren, as he promised them. Now, therefore, return and go to your tents and to the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of the Jordan. But take, care, but take careful heed to do the commandment and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to keep his commandments, to hold fast to him, and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. Now to half the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given a possession in Bashan, but to the other half of it, Joshua gave a possession among their brethren. On this side of the Jordan, westward. And indeed, when Joshua sent them away to their tents, he blessed them and spoke to them, saying, Return with much riches to your tents, with very much livestock, with silver, with gold, with bronze, with iron, and with very much clothing. Divide the spoil of your enemies with your brethren. So the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, returned and departed from the children of Israel at Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go to the country of Gilead, to the land of their possession, which they had obtained according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses. And when they came to the region of the Jordan, which is in the land of Canaan, the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, built an altar there by the Jordan, a great, impressive altar. Now the children of Israel heard someone say, Behold, the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh, have built an altar on the frontier of the land of Canaan, in the region of the Jordan, on the children of Israel's side. And when the children of Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of the children of Israel gathered together at Shiloh to go to war against them. Then the children of Israel sent Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, to the children of Reuben, to the children of Gad, and to, the, and to half the tribe of Manasseh into the land of Gilead. And with him ten rulers, one ruler each from the chief house of every tribe of Israel, 
and each one was the head of the house of his father among the divisions of Israel. Then they came to the children of Reuben, to the children of Gad, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, to the land to the land of Gilead, and they spoke with them, saying, Thus says the whole congregation of the Lord, What treachery is this that you have committed against the God of Israel to turn away this day from following the Lord, and that you have built for yourselves an altar that you might rebel this day against the Lord? Is the iniquity of Peor not enough for us, from which we are not cleansed till this day, although there was a plague in the congregation of the Lord? But that you must turn away this day from following the Lord. And it shall be, if you rebel today against the Lord, that tomorrow he will be angry with the whole congregation of Israel. Nevertheless, if the land of your possession is unclean, then cross over to the land of the possession of the Lord, where the Lord's tabernacle stands, and take possession among us. But do not rebel against the Lord, nor rebel against us, by building yourselves an altar besides the altar of the Lord our God. Did not Achan, the son of Zerah, commit a trespass in the accursed thing, and wrath fell on all the congregation of Israel? And that man did not perish alone in his iniquity. Then the children of Reuben, the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh answered and said to the heads of the divisions of Israel, The Lord God of gods, the Lord God of gods, he knows, and let Israel itself know, if it is in rebellion or, or if in treachery against the Lord, do not save us this day. If, if we have built ourselves an altar to turn from following the Lord, or if to offer on it burnt offerings or grain offerings, or if to offer peace offerings on it, let the Lord himself require an account. But in fact, we have done it for fear, for a reason, saying, In time to come your descendants may speak to our descendants, saying, What have you to do with the Lord God of Israel? For the Lord has made the Jordan a border between you and us, your children of Reuben, and the children of Gad. You have no part in the Lord. So your descendants would make our descendants cease fearing the Lord. Therefore we said, let us now prepare to build ourselves an altar, not for burnt offering nor for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between you and us and our generations after us, that we, that we may perform the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings. Verses 1 through 26, Joshua chapter 22. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we have continued reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back.
Mandisa with God Speaking. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Now as they spoke to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrect and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to be about 5,000. And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as Annas, the high priest, Caiaphas, John and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to help gun, excuse me, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven 
given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak to no man in this name. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. And when they heard, and when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, Why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do, to, excuse me, to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they all, but they had all things in common. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Nor was there anyone among them who lacked, for all who were possessors of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of the things that were sold and laid them at the apostles' feet, and they distributed to each as anyone had need. And Joseph, who was also named Barnabas by the apostles, which is translated son of encouragement, 
a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Acts chapter 5. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession, and he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, and after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up, carried him out, and buried him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the Spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. Then the high priest rose up, and all those who were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation, and laid their hands on the apostles, and put them in the common prison. But at, but at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors, and brought them out, and said, Go, stand in the temple, and speak to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest and those with him came and called the council together with all the elders of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came and did not find them in the prison, they returned and reported, saying, Indeed, we found the prison shut securely and the guards standing outside before the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the high priest, 
the captain of the temple and the chief priests heard these things, they wondered what the outcome would be. So one came and told them, saying, Look, the men whom you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the captain went with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should be stoned. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them. Verses 1 through 26, Acts chapter 5. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession, and as we usually do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you have never in your life made the eternally important decision of asking Jesus Christ, inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a wonderful day. A great day, a blessed day to be saved. A great day to ask Christ to come into your heart to become your Lord and Savior, to make you brand new. If you'd like to make that step, would you from your heart, even now, take the time to pray this prayer with me, even now. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so much. That you came into the world a long time ago. You lived and you died on the cross to pay for my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the word of God, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live my whole life following you. Help me to read your word daily. Help me to pray daily. Help me to seek you and follow you and obey you daily. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you once again. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please email us. Let us know that you made that all-important decision and we'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord. We definitely hope to hear from you. Again, that email, joseph at afr.net. If you'd like to get copies of the articles we shared earlier, article, the two articles, the first one entitled Conversations with God, and the second article entitled The Arsenal of, of the Word of God. Again, The Arsenal of the Word of God. Same email, joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share those with you as well. Thank you for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.